everyone. Welcome back to another episode of These Are the Valleys. This is officially the first podcast episode of 2023. And man, I just, it feels so surreal to say that. (laughs) The reason I'm laughing is because if y'all know my dad, his favorite word is surreal. Anytime something cool happens, he's going to say it's surreal. So for me to be saying that makes me chuckle a little bit. Um, We're going to start this year off talking about vision because as y'all know, as most of our viewers and listeners right now are Americans at the top of the year or at the ending of a year, um, we do vision board parties or we do vision boards just in general and kind of put clippings and sayings and scriptures and all kinds of stuff on this one board that is supposed to be our vision for the year. And I kind of have a problem with that because I find myself and I've had this conversation with like at least two or three of my other friends in like the last 72 hours, y'all, like this is kind of a pressing issue about how we all feel like when it comes time to do those things, at least right now where we are in our journey with God, we don't know what to put down. And it's kind of frustrating because it's like, man, is something wrong with me because I don't have vision? But I've had to share with my friends the revelation that I've gotten about this a while ago. And I may have shared it on here before um, as we talked about just my journey of God kind of stripping all the things that I had chosen to identify about myself and showing me who I am and how he sees me. I had to kind of share that revelation with them that you don't really have vision for yourself. Vision is God given. These are the things that you are planning and hoping for, but true vision, true Christian vision comes from God, right? And so when we get to these places where we are in an environment where they're asking us what our vision is for ourselves, Sometimes we can be in an uncomfortable position because we are in a submitted season. We are in a submitted lifestyle. Forget season. Being a Christian is about being submitted all the time, okay? It's a faith walk, not a faith moment. So it can be difficult to navigate through. And I just was sharing some encouragement with my friends, and I want to share that with you. If you find yourself in a position where you're like, dang, it's the beginning of the year. I don't have any New Year's resolutions. Dang, it's the top of the year. People are having vision board parties, and I don't really have a vision for my year. I don't have a vision for the next three months. I don't have a vision for next week. I don't really know what's going on. I'm just trying to faith step it out with God right now and just be obedient to what he tells me. You are in good company, okay? You are in good company. I get it. I totally get it, and my friends get it too. Like We are not alone. So I do want to drive home the point that vision is God-given. According to the word, it is God who has already made plans for us to prosper us, right? Um, Not to harm us. God already knows the steps that we're going to take. God is the light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. So I think that it's getting ahead, putting the cart before the horse, if you will, for us to be like, well, this is my vision for my year. You have no idea what your year is going to look like. So we're going to talk about that a little bit more because the word does get into that. The second thing that I want to get into is that a true mark of servanthood is submission. If you call yourself a servant of Christ and you have not submitted your plans, hopes, dreams, identity, all these things to God, you are holding on to these things and these things are idols. You have to come to a point where you allow God to fill in the blanks for you, as opposed to you filling in all your blanks and then coming to God to get, you know, his cosign on what you've already decided. 
we have to get to a point and it does take time to get there um, where we realize that God is the one who's going to give us the plans. And I think sometimes it's a matter of trust. It can be a matter of trust sometimes where we don't think that God will really give us a plan if we give him the room to. Because we have gotten accustomed to at some points in our walk, or let me say I've been in some points in my walk where I felt like God doesn't really talk back. <laughs> like I'll pray, but he don't really be saying nothing. And that was a, a a phase that I had to go through where I just realized I was just spiritually immature and I wasn't sensitive to the voice of the Lord. And I became sensitive to the voice of the Lord through reading his word. But that's an episode for another day. But um, after coming out of that, I realized now that I have more room and space and trust to give these things to God because I do hear back. So if you find yourself in that space where you're not currently hearing back from God and it's kind of difficult for you or creating some tension for you to submit and to wait for God to let you know, I completely understand, um, but we can't stay there. And so I just want you to know that there are other levels to get to and that this is a place of growth for you, period. When I talk about submission as well in servanthood, I'm also talking about ambition. So this is a a trait that the world props up as this wonderful trait to have being an ambitious person. You have to be someone with so many plans and hopes and dreams and just so much vision for your life in order to be like a good person. Even ladies, women will tell younger ladies, like, make sure you're looking for a man that's ambitious, a man with a plan, da, da, da. But when you really look at that from the Christian perspective, from the perspective of the word, that doesn't really line up. It does not line up. The ambition that we should have is to serve the Lord and to serve the Lord well and to serve his people well. The ambition that we should have is to become more Christ-like every day. The ambition that we should have is to resist the devil and watch him flee and to weaken the flesh and embolden and strengthen the spirit. Those should be the ambitions that we have, right? to accomplish the calling and purpose that God has put on our life. However, these are not the ambitions that the world tries to, uh, that the world prioritizes. They prioritize, oh, well, I want a four car garage and I want a big house. I want to work for a fortune 500 company. No, matter of fact, I want to own a fortune 500 company and I want a million dollars in the bank. And I want like, you know, these are the ambitions that are prioritized or showcased or, um, congratulated and celebrated in the world but these are you don't find that in the word that is not what God applauds right we have to go to James 3 14 through 16 and y'all I got a little sticky note so I can read it word for word okay it says this is the NLT but if you harbor bitter envy or selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth such wisdom and it's in quotations wisdom does not come down from heaven but it is earthly unspiritual and demonic for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice y'all that's so good so good I think when I was reading through not I think when I was reading through James which by the way fun fact about me James is my favorite book in the Bible when I was reading through James and I came across this a light bulb went off man how often are we pushed and encouraged to have selfish ambition how often are we encouraged to want more for ourselves 
right? And then even when people say, oh, you know, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna win so my family, I can take care of my mama, buy my mama a house. That's still selfish ambition. You only thinking about you and yours, right? And what is buying your mama a house gonna do for you? Make you feel good about yourself because you put your mama in the house and now that is a pride and ego statement. Well, I put my mama up in the house so I'm up in life. You get what I'm saying? Y'all get what I'm saying. Selfish ambition is not of God. And these vision board parties, unless God is giving you vision, unless you are vision boarding about things that God has already written about in his word, I don't really know what to tell you. I dare say that you are walking in pride and arrogance. Um, It's okay to live day by day. We do not have to have these huge 20 year, 10 year, five year, three year, even year plans for our life. I'm not saying that we should never plan because the word also says where the people lack vision, they perish. However, we have to remember that vision is God given. And we have to remember that when people lack vision, it's because they haven't come to God to receive it. So those people will perish. The people that do not seek God for their vision will perish. Right. But when you go to God, the Bible says, seek and you will find knock and he will answer. So when we seek God, we know that it's going to come. You may not have it right away. It may not be immediate, but you know, it's on its way to you. So when it comes to living day by day, y'all, we have to stop being afraid to do that. And we have to embrace that because the word also says in James, (laughs) I love me some James, James 4, 13 through 15 says, Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Dang. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. Then it goes on to say such boasting is evil and arrogant. Y'all. The word is very clear about us creating these futures in our minds for ourselves without going to God about it. Very, very clear. So if you have made a vision board, if you have made a five year, 10 year plan, a year plan, a couple months plan, a quarterly plan, whatever it is, and you have not sought God on that, you are in error. Period. You are in error, my friend. And I just want us all to make sure that we are living according to what God has said, his heart posture here, because, oh my gosh, y'all, I've talked about this on this podcast a couple episodes ago. You cannot form, you cannot reach purpose on your own. You cannot form your own calling on your own. You can do what you want. You can make a career for yourself. You can be wildly successful and not have accomplished your purpose. You cannot discover your purpose by yourself. You didn't make you. Like, come on. I was listening to a song, I forget who by, but they were like, there's no such thing as self-made. There's only one creator. Period. Can somebody put that on a t-shirt? I will gladly wear it if somebody puts that on a t-shirt. Because my goodness, it is so selfish and arrogant of us to sit here and be like, oh, well, I'm going to do this for myself. I'm going to make this happen. My life is going to be according to what I want it to be. But what about God? But what about what he created you to do? Then these same people turn around and look at Christians crazy when we be like, God is a good guy. God wants more for us. Well, why is there so much evil on the earth? Why is there so much poverty? Why is there so much homelessness? Why haven't you gotten with God about that? 
maybe, just maybe, God had purposed your life to solve these problems, to bridge the gap, to help people out, to reach back and grab those who are further behind and pull them forward along with you. Maybe that was your purpose, but you riding in a Lambo. Confused, lost, empty. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, we have to get this in check because at the end of the day, this is a wrong way of living. The word literally says that it is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic, y'all. Demonic. <laughs> like, that is a, a very, very um, harsh word to use to describe something in the Bible. The Bible says something is demonic. Please don't get caught up in that. Do not get caught up in that. It also says that this is earthly wisdom. Where are we hearing these ideas from? People of the earth, people just walking around nine times out of 10, the people that you're listening to for business advice, not even Christians, where they getting their wisdom from. Hmm. <laughs> like it's not from God. And if it's not from God, it's not of God. And if it's not of God, you know where it's from. Hello. Y'all, we got to get on top of this because at the end of the day, we need to live submitted lives to Christ. We need to get our vision from God. And so let me talk about as well, when you do have vision from God, I'm not even talking about vision boards anymore. I'm just talking about vision entirely. When you do have vision from God and God has told you, hey, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you to go here and move here and get with this person and start this organization and start this business or go work for this job or whatever God tells you to do. When you have those, cling to that, okay? Cling to that. You don't have to know what's 14 years down the line. You don't have to know what's 14 days down the line. If God gave you a mission, see that mission through. Before you start worrying about, well, God, what the rest of my year gonna look like? First of all, that's anxiety. The spirit of anxiety is on you. And the spirit of pride is on you because you think that you need to know what God knows in order for you to live well. God equips us to do every good work. That is what the word says. God has equipped us for what he has called us to do. He has prepared us, given us every tool, every idea, every thought, every person, every connection that we need to do what we need to do today. So stop looking so far ahead. Stop letting the spirit of anxiety attach itself to you and you become anxious and fearful about what's ahead. The Bible says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has worries of its own. Worry about today. Worry about today. Worry about the mission you have right now. Stop worrying about the mission for the rest of the year. Worry about the vision. Worry about the mission that you have right now. Because that's God's heart. God's heart is for us to live according to his plan and his purpose. And we know that those plans and those purposes are to to benefit us to prosper us, right? Plans to give us a hope and a future. If God has already said he's going to give us these things, why do you demand it now? That is pride. So yeah, y'all, it's not a long episode, but I think it's a real bust you in the head episode. And if this applies to you, please go to God and repent and ask for forgiveness because is that's it's not it's not cute guys it's not a good look it's not a good look for christians man it's not a good look for us to be forming our own vision and identity on our own without going to our creator about it
that ain't it. And making a vision board and then praying over the vision board when you've already made it and already decided what you want your year to look like is still not it. Go to God first. Go to God first. That's it, y'all. All right, Valley Village on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, audio family, y'all leave a rating and a review. Share with a friend. Let me know your thoughts. And everybody hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. But yeah, y'all, I don't know what it looks like from the valley. Oh, Lord. I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet. But for now, these are the valleys. Bye.